You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. For that, keep your Bibles out here as we are we are in Psalm. Did you see Brother Jordan bring my Bible up? Uh, how do how does the pastor walk out of his office without his Bible? I'm not quite sure what happened this morning, but uh, praise the Lord, they're able to grab that for me. All right, see if you if you forget your Bible at home, it's it's uh, you can work through it. Verses will be showing up on Scripture and up on the screen, and uh, it's a little bit different if I forget my Bible at home. Uh, definitely makes a difference there. All right, uh, here is we're in Psalm 139, verse number 14 is going to be our text this morning. Uh, I want you just to follow along with me here. The Bible says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul right knoweth. You know, when we stop and think about that verse, it's one of those verses that we sort of jump across. We use the little, little statement, we're fearfully and wonderfully made, when we're talking about just the, the body and just the creation and, and how that uh, God has made us, and we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and we, we know that academically. But here, the second part of that verse, it says, and that my soul knoweth right well. Do we believe it? Do we believe that God made us and did a good job at it? Not just physically. God made us. He has given us not just the physical temple, and though there are many people that are not content with the physical temple that God has given them, they wish their hair was a different color, they wish it was, uh, for, the, for the ladies, uh, their hair is straight, and they wish it was curly. For those that had curly hair, they wish it was straight. Uh, and if they are a redhead, they wish they were a brunette. If they're a brunette, they wish they were a redhead. And, uh, and I'm not going to get into changing colors uh, on hair and all of that, but uh, maybe it's a, a nose that is bigger than what you like. Maybe it is uh, ears that are, that are too big. Maybe there's something about uh, your physical makeup that you don't care for. Maybe it's part of your personality. Did God do a good job when he made me? That my soul knoweth right well. David here, the psalmist, is praising the Lord for what God has done. And here as he's praising him, he makes a statement about his person. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. This is not a braggadocious statement. He isn't looking at himself in the mirror and saying, man, God, you did a good job. I don't, I don't see that being the, the attitude here, but as he is looking, he is recognizing that what God did, God did on purpose, and that God made me specifically to be me. 
that my soul knoweth right well. Our theme this year is building up you. Jude 20 and 21, the theme uh, verses here, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Here he said, but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. We see an implied value that God has placed on each and every one of us. God places value on you. You know what? We will not build up ourselves if we are only tearing down ourselves. How can I go forward if I'm always tearing down? In this building program out here, we had to begin with tearing down. And then we had to do some more tearing down. And then we had to get to do some more tearing down. And there were some things that we would put up and, nope, that's not going to work. And we had to tear it back down. But you finally get to a spot where you're done tearing down and you're just building. And this morning, I want to speak to you on the subject, a wonderful you. A wonderful you. You see, we have to be building If I am going to build up myself, I'm not talking about pride. I'm not talking about arrogancy. I'm not talking about being self-centered. And we'll deal with a little bit of that. But there has to be a place where we finally get to a spot where we have something worth building. God has a lot more confidence in us than we do. So this morning, we're going to look at that, a wonderful you. Father, I pray that you'd bless now, and Lord, may each of us uh, take this uh, truth uh, and apply it in a mature way. This is not uh, just some self-help uh, type of a message. This is not just something to pat people on the back. Uh, Lord, the, the real goal here is for us to recognize, uh, Lord, that you have done something, something wonderfully in our lives, and you have made us, and you have called us to a wonderful calling. And I pray that you would help us, uh, Lord, to, to recognize the blessings and uh, and Lord, how good of a job that you have done and want to do in our lives. And I pray that you would help us uh, to build up uh, ourselves on our most holy faith. And so just bless now this time, please, for Christ's sake. Amen. As we look at this passage, what we're going to find is uh, the psalmist is going to go through and he is going to, uh, he is going to uh, see, uh, of course, how good God is. And, you know, there is nothing good about us without God. 
And, and that is foundational. And we have to not just academically know that, we need to believe that. Do we believe that this morning? I hope that uh, we really have gotten to a place where we recognize the best part of me about me is not me. The best part about me is God in me and what God has done in my life and all of the things that, uh, that I have maybe that are good. Anything that is good about me is because of what God has done in me in me. And, and there is, there is uh, the praise of God has to, has to go before this, because if we are going to build up ourselves on our most holy faith, then we have to keep the foundation right. And you and I are not the foundation. God is the foundation. Uh, Genesis chapter number one and verse number one, uh, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So here we have God beginning and God created. Isn't it wonderful as you get to the end of each day? And God said it was good. God saw all that he created and said it is good good. So everything that God does is good. If, if God made you and God made me and he did, then obviously God did good. Uh, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over uh, all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Uh, so you and I have been created in the glorious image of God. That's good. That's good. That's, that's worthy of us looking at and saying, you know what, uh, that's pretty awesome to think that God made me. Uh, and you say, well, what about this mistake? And what about this failure? And what about all these things that are not good? Uh, that, there, there are problems in life, and I'm not going to uh, minimize them. And there are things that uh, maybe we would not like about our life and things that have happened. Uh, but, but when we look into this, we see that God made us. Uh, verse 27, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And so God here uh, created us. And what, a, what an amazing thing to think that God made me. He made me. Little Steve back here, he's, uh, he's a woodworker and he makes different projects and, and he'll bring in pictures of things that he's done. You know, when you make something, you want to share it. And you know what? The things that we share are never our mess ups. Now, this morning, he was telling me about some things on a project that he was working on that did not go well. But, but we don't mess something up and then put that out for everybody to see. You know, God made us and he didn't mess up. And God has made us and he has put us down here on this earth and uh, there is a purpose and there's a plan. So in our text, uh, the psalmist said, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest part 
of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which were in, which in continuance were fashioned, uh, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. So several things that I want us to see this morning uh, about that topic, a wonderful you. Uh, number one, a wonderful you is based on your, number one, view of God. You see, if we have a false sense of who God is, we will have a false sense of who we are. Everything comes down to that view of God. Our worldview is so important, uh, how we look at God. And here, what we find, the psalmist here, his view of who God was affected his view of who he was. He was looking at God. He said, I will praise thee, uh, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, here, how precious are thy thoughts unto me, O God. Uh, you see, he goes through and he's praising. I will praise thee for. And in his view of God, everything that was in his life, uh, he was just praising God for every opportunity, for every uh, thing that God had done in his life, for his very making. The continuance, talking about how we were formed in the belly. When the substance was not put together yet, God's amazing. And here you see a new baby born into this world. Little Lucas is back here. You see this new baby. You see, uh, when you see the pictures that start coming out now, uh, all these pictures uh, before the baby is even born, you're seeing the face of the child. Pretty, pretty amazing to see uh, how technology has changed. Uh, but what are they? They are being formed. Uh, their substance is coming together in continuance. Uh, God is watching. God is a part of every aspect of our, our being, who we are. And he said, I will praise thee. You see, our view, our view of God is in reference to how good God is. Our view of God is, is in reference, though, to how good God is to me. Some, uh, some of us, I'm guessing all of us at times, don't feel like God has been good. Sometimes we feel like God didn't treat me right. Or God didn't give me a fair shake. You know, our view of who God is is foundational. This morning, do we really believe that God's good? Now, we know the right answer. That my soul knoweth right well. What does the very core of my being, what is it saying about God? You see, our view of God is in reference to how God treats me. 
Now, everybody has problems. And sometimes those problems come and God, God's good. And that hasn't changed. Others maybe go through that exact same thing and now God is not good. You see, in our own lives, we have, we have to grab a hold of this. If I am going to build up myself on my most holy faith, uh, my holy faith, my faith is built on a foundation of God and his revelation to mankind and his relationship and how I view him is based on who he is. And, and if, if I am going to build my life on my most holy faith, then I have to be confident that God is good. And have we grabbed a hold of that in our own life, that God's good? I'm not talking about an idiom. I'm not talking about just saying, yeah, God's good. I'm not just talking about a song uh, that uh, God's good. I'm talking about, do I believe that God is good? And here, the psalmist is going through, and he's, he is showing, he is praising God. Why is he praising God? Because life has been easy? No, we are in Psalm 139. You go back to Psalm 51, and you're going to find a different David. Why? Because he had allowed sin into his life and he got to a place where he had rejected God. He had turned away from God. He had quit listening to God in his own personal life and everything was about himself. Everything was about him getting what he wanted out of life. His own passions and his own desires and his own way. And now uh, he finally, God brings him back to a place and he gets right with God. And here in Psalm 139, what do we find? He's just praising God and God is good and his, his soul knoweth it right well. He believes it. He embraces it. Does it mean there's no judgment? Does it mean that there was no conviction? Does it mean that there's no sorrow? No, none of that. Uh, but God is good and that's got to be foundational in our life. If I am going to build up me on my most holy faith, then I've got to have that foundation and that foundation is based on, in my life, my view of who God is. Is God good? God is good and God is gracious, amen? God is merciful, and God is loving, and God is worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our praise. Uh, we have a wonderful God, and when we think about uh, that, that we, we, there is also a wonderful you, it is not because of you for who you necessarily are. It's because of who God made you to be. And if God is not a mistake-making God, then he didn't mess up when he made us. Now, I don't know about you, but there are some things that I don't like about me. And there are things that I wish were different about me. But I can't, if I focus on them, what I, am re what I am subconsciously saying is, God, you weren't good enough to make me the way I wanted to be. So foundationally, 
Is God good to you? Your health isn't what you would have dreamed. There are people that are this morning that are watching online who are not able to be here, that they would love to be here, but they cannot because of their health. Is God still good to you? Did God mess up? Cancer is a part of your life. Is God good to you? Death of a loved one. Broken relationships. Things that did not come together how we would have designed in our life. Is God still good? Is God still good? It's foundational, our view of God. So I want you to see, a wonderful you is based on, first of all, your view of God. Uh, Number two, a wonderful you is based on your view of you. A view of you. Your view of self. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Notice here the the personal pronoun. It's good, it's easy to say God's good to everyone. It's different to say God's good to me. And here he said, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. He was was looking at his own life. God, you made me just as you wanted me to be. My view of self. Here the psalmist here uh, was, was, was making and praising God based on what God had done in his life. See, our view of self should be real. It should be real. Our view of self can be easily slanted. Easily slanted. Uh, it, it could be slanted to being self-centered. And you know what? We don't need any more self-centered people in this world. I don't need to be self-centered. You don't need to be self-centered. There are plenty of self-centered individuals in this world. And unfortunately, we jer- jump into that category here and there if we allow ourselves. And I know I have. Self-centered. When we're self-centered, we think that it's about me. If we are viewing life as though it's about me, then I'm not going to be building on my most holy faith. Because I'm going to do whatever I can do to promote me. To further my agenda, my plans, my goals. Have you ever, I've been saved for a long time. Have, have you ever done something that you wanted to do and then tried to get God on your, on your plate or on your, on your plan? And God said, no, that's not my plan. I'm not getting involved with it. You see, when we are, when we have the wrong view of ourself, then we have our own plans. And God says, I'm, I didn't make you for you to have your plans and then try to get me involved. 
I made you for my plans, and I want you to get involved with me. So our view of who God is is vital. It's foundational. Our view of who we are is foundational. So self-centered, it's about me. But it could be on the other side, self-deprecating to where all we do is tear down us. You know, if God made you and he did all things well, then why are we tearing ourselves down? By the self-deprecating, by, by the self-critical, I'm not, there, there is such a thing as humility, and we need to be humble. But if God didn't make a mistake when he made me, then why am I going to just tear myself down all the time? If I am tearing myself down all the time, then inwardly, there is something that I am looking at in my life where I believe God made a mistake. If I am looking at my life as though there is no value, then God messed up. So this the self-deprecating is not humility. It's foundationally having a wrong view of who you are. You are a, if you're saved this morning, you're a child of the king. If you're saved this morning, you are somebody. The Holy Spirit of God dwells within you. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Uh, you are a child of God. You are an heir of the Father, joint heir with the Son. Uh, you are somebody, and, and that is a reality. If you're a God's child this morning, uh, he has given us so much. But every one of us, our life matters. God made us uh, for a purpose. And, and here, our view of ourselves, should be real. It should not be self-centered, but it also should not be self-deprecating. Uh, pride reveals itself in self-promotion uh, and being critical of others uh, to one-up one uh, somebody else. Uh, it, it is the root of all conflict and contention. Pride is the root of all conflict and con condemnation. Proverbs 13.10 says, Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. The well-advised, there's wisdom. They see things clearly. But when you're prideful, you don't see things clearly. If I am continually in the middle of conflict, maybe I Maybe I am the common denominator. You see, there is, there is a view of who God is, and there's a view of who I am. Proverbs 8.13 says, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the froward mouth do I hate. 
And so here we just see that, that the wrong view of self should not be where we are at. Uh, but uh, as bad as pride is and the improper view of self, the opposite is just as destructive. And David here, he said, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And you and I have been fearfully and wonderfully made. And God is worthy of praise for what he did in our life. The wonder of God. Uh, that God would interact uh, with me, uh, the wonder that uh, God uh, would would uh, be uh, in, engaged in my life. Uh, when God made you, he made no mistake. When God formed you, he formed you according to his glorious plan. Psalm 139, verse 1, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest uh, my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my laying down and art acquainted with my ways. You know what? God loves us in spite of knowing everything about us. That's pretty amazing. My uprising, my down, my good, my bad. God, every, he knows everything. Uh, we are searched and known. He's encompassed us. Uh, Psalm 139, 4 through 6. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful uh, for me. It is high, I cannot attain unto it. My thoughts, my words, uh, he beset me. The word beset me there is to envelope me, uh, to envelop to envelop me. Uh, he said that uh, it is to enclose us, uh, to, to protect us. He goes before us, he's behind us, he's all around us. Uh, you see, God looks at us and for God to do that for for each and every person on this earth, God must think pretty highly of you. That God would know my name. That God would love me so much that he would send his son. That God would save me. That God would forgive me and forgive me, and forgive me. Time and time and time again. That God would be gracious and merciful when we come back to him, having sinned against him over and over again. You see, God here is being praised by the psalmist. And the psalmist is, is praising him for who God is. But he's looking at who God made him to be. And when we have a right view of self, now I have something to build upon. Now I have something to say, okay, God put me here for a purpose. And he wants me to accomplish something Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations to think that God would have a plan for my life. 
Now, part of this plan for Jeremiah was prison. Part of the plan for Jeremiah's life was the bread and water of affliction. Everything in our life may not be good. But when we recognize that God is good, and we recognize that God has a plan for me, then I've got a foundation to say, okay, I need to build my life. Why? So I can be better, so I can be more well-known, so I can be more successful? No, so I can accomplish what God has envisioned me to be. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. He loves you this morning. That's pretty awesome. He loves you. He died for you. Greater love hath no man than this, than that a man lay down his life for his friends. He loves us. He died for us. He offered a gift of salvation and and many of us have accepted that gift and if you haven't accepted that gift, accept him today because your life has not the meaning that it will have. The fulfillment that was designed to have will be there when you become a child of God because God made you. He knows you. He cares for you. So here, when we look at a wonderful you, that wonderful you is not a perfect you. It's not a sinless you. It's not a flawless you. But a wonderful you because of a wonderful God. He made us for His glory, His satisfaction, His enjoyment, And when we fulfill the purpose of our creation, we enjoy our life. I know men personally who've been in ministry and have made some bad mistakes and have, they have forfeited the right to be in ministry. And they are still moving on in life. And as the world may look at them, they have their finances and they have the things in the world. And they may be successful in what the world would say. But they are miserable in their own soul. Because they are not what they were created to be. You know, you and I, though we may make mistakes, and though there may be some forfeiture of of what we can do, I'm so thankful that we have a God who is forgiving. And he takes us back. And he adjusts his plan for our lives. 
You know, God's not surprised by any of our failures. He knew about them before He ever made us. And He already had that adjusted plan for that new phase of life. You see, a wonderful you, a wonderful you, you are somebody. God made you, God formed you, God knows you, God loves you, and he gives us opportunities to improve us, to build so we can further his kingdom. We can further his plan. And when we partner with him, we get to enjoy it. Say, Pastor, what are you saying? There's more to live for. Seniors, you're here this morning and, and maybe you feel like, I can't do. God still has a plan for you. He still has a plan for you. There's more to live for. There's more to enjoy. There's more to learn. There's more to share. There's more to experience. Why? Because a wonderful you, God made you to accomplish something great. Let's not be satisfied with existence. Building up yourselves. He didn't say tearing down yourselves. He said building up yourselves. Building up you. We, we talk about uh, the better half. Uh, and Deb, uh, we've, somebody talks about a better half. Deb is my better half. I am a better person. I am a better dad. I am a better grandfather. I am a better pastor because of her friendship, because of her, uh, her input in my life, the relationship. And I am better because of her. But when we think about God's influence in our life, how much better can we be? I don't know about you, but I look at my life, I look at myself in the mirror and think, man, you got a long way to go. And see, God's still working. And building is working. It's work. And if you and I are going to build up ourselves on our most holy faith, it's going to take some work. But our view of God and our view of self are foundational on how we will build. I will build and try to add God to my life or I will build my life on God. It's about Him or it's about me. A wonderful you. Father, I pray that you'd help us this morning just to look into our own lives and recognize, Lord, maybe some, some views that have been skewed. Uh, maybe our thoughts about ourselves have, have been self-deprecating and critical. Maybe uh, it has been on the other side and uh, we have been selfish and self-centered and maybe we are uh, focused on what we want out of life and we don't even consider what it is that you want us to do day in and day out. And so I pray that you would help us, Lord, to have the proper view uh, of you and then also the proper view of ourselves. Heads bowed, eyes closed. You're here this morning. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? 
You say, Pastor, I'm saved. I know it. I've got that, that settled. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if I died, I'm going to heaven. Just slip your hand up. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can put your hands down. You're here this morning and you don't know Christ as your personal Savior. You've heard the message. You've heard the invitations. You, have, you know the plan. Are you ready to accept him? Are you ready to trust him? Maybe that's you this morning. You say, Pastor, I'm, I'm ready to accept the Lord. It's empty right now in my life. I know I'm missing something. I don't, I don't know all what it is, but I, I feel like it's God that's missing in my life. You say, Pastor, pray for me this morning. I'm unsaved. I need to accept the Lord as my Savior. Maybe you're online. Maybe you're in person. But accept him today. Maybe your view of God has been a little skewed. Maybe your view of self has been skewed. You say, Pastor, the Lord spoke to my heart this morning. Nobody's looking around. Just slip your hand up. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just make an altar of your seat right where you're at. Let's do business with God. If you need someone to pray with, the pastors are down front. If you're unsure about your salvation, trust him today. Trust him today. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc4me.org. May God bless you.